Secrets of Tito Gone Wild as my username. <laughs> the deepest of cuts. <sighs> Welcome to Best Boys, a film podcast. An amateur film study podcast for the average Joe, the buffest buffs, and the cringest bingers. I am your host, JP, and I am joined by my brother, professional Hollywood videographer. Corey, with a story. Wow, wow. We're bringing you the highest you fashion in film. Yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> I, like I figured it. I'd give it a chance. This is going to be a, uh, you know, it's all high class today. I guess. Half the, half of these movies are, are high class and high fashion. It's one, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's I just refer to it as rich people. No, I got no, I enough. got your reference. I'm <laughs> talking about the movie. It's more about the movie. Your reference is fine. Um, yeah, these movies are. Uh, there's something all right. Yeah, this is a we. It might be the first best boys stinker cast. And so I hope you guys brought your uh, your nose plugs and some Febreze. First one in a while, honestly. Maybe ever. Do you think these will be hot takes? At least for, for The Martian. I don't know. I don't know. How, be, how Scoochie seems to be getting uh, bad reviews. So um, The Martian didn't, though. If I recall, I we'll have to, like, when, once we get down to it, we'll pull. I'll pull up Rotten Tomatoes and I'll pull up uh, Letterboxd and see some things. But... I remember people liking that movie when it came out, but I haven't heard people talk mm -hmm. about it since. I think the issue that I have with it, mem like memory-wise, is there's a lot of big blockbuster sci-fi movies to have come out in like the last decade. Arrival, um, uh, fucking um, Interstellar, uh, this shit. Um, there's more. I know there's more, but they all like kind of get marketed similarly. They look like these big sci-fi epics. Um, Annihilation's not that, but it's kind of like that. Um, what do you? Yeah, how, alien I, covenant. It, no, get <laughs> off the goddamn aliens. <laughs> no, uh, there's you know, no just aliens. Just because it's Ridley Scott, there's no aliens in this. But you know what I'm talking about, though. Like, doesn't it feel yeah, like there's yeah, a yeah. sameness with some with uh, these big and so, like they all get reviewed well. Interstellar, Arrival, mm -hmm. they're both reviewed well. This was reviewed well, not as good as those, but uh, but yeah, I, I, it's like it feels redundant to me. Yeah, and I haven't seen Interstellar, but I have seen um, uh, the other one that you named that I'm not Arrival? forgetting. <laughs> Arrival, yes. What and if if Interstellar is anything like that, it's like that. It's like the slower burn sci-fi where it's more like following one person and more of like the psychological aspect of it. So less of than like Independence Day would, where it's just like in your face crazy sci-fi. So Interst um, Interstellar was 2014. Uh, Arrival is 2016. The Martian was 2015. 2015. Um, I did not feel like it came out that long ago. I feel I, like I've it been... didn't, but it, I think that's the problem with the last decade is it all feels like it wasn't that long ago. Mm. Um, but but it is now. Yeah, it's nuts to be six years old, cause especially because like, even watching it didn't feel that old, but also just the 
uh, people in my world, at least when the Martian got brought up, everyone liked it, and it was always something like, "Oh, you should watch it when you get a chance." Over the last few years, and I've been wanting to watch it, but man, I'm just now I regret wanting to watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you. This was your pick. Um, I, I, Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, this was Corey's pick. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I was fine with it. I, it uh, you know, it was something that I I would be I was down to see. So, uh, and I think I all these hyped you know critically critically acclaimed well, at least well-reviewed sci-fi blockbuster kind of things um this was definitely there this one is the really tropey um i guess we're just gonna jump into the martian i i think we meant to talk about tasukuji first possibly but i'm just ready to talk about the martian now yeah let's dive uh, in on this one uh, it's okay i think it's okay it's okay yeah um eventually we'll have time stamps i feel like people can just jump to the one they want um but we're not quite there yet the, i don't have that kind of i'd have to do it myself at this point but uh but all right ridley scott directed both these films uh this one's 2015 so we did ridley scott um for uh blade runner and which is was awesome and uh, I think we talked about it vaguely at the end of last episode, but you know what? How what is your relationship with Ridley Scott as a filmmaker? I feel like before and then maybe now after would be a good take later, um, because uh, I, well, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'll I'll hold my tongue on the after then, but the yes. before though, I've always liked Ridley Scott as a director. Um, I I the original Aliens awesome and then uh Blade Runner is super good but also just uh, for m- me in like high school ish age like Prometheus I know which was not a great movie to most people I thought was really good um and then you all you really liked Prometheus like, you really I, liked I loved Prometheus it was so good to me and I like I, I only if it would have uh, the sequel would have answered the questions that the first one proposed I thought it was a lot of cool ideas but uh, but then you go back to things even like Gladiator and stuff we talked about last week just uh, briefly and like so many just big name awesome movies. But then it seems like in the last like from the 2000s on, it's like a steady decline in more more of a finding the same style of of shooting where like like uh, The Martian looks a lot like prometheus and alien covenant but red instead of blue in terms of the because really scott does tons of practical effects for everything he tries to stay, uh, stray away from uh, cgi on stuff and that that really reads and the way that he shoots and the cinematography style um that he has on his pictures really at least for the sci-fi are starting to feel very samey to me um but with this one it's samey but take out all the action and it's just I think the 2010s have a problem where a lot of the movies look similar uh, in the aesthetics. The future, the future, their vision of the future is similar. Um, yeah. And uh, like the aesthetics and how like the architecture and the just like the designs. Um, and you can mm-hmm. probably say that about the 80s or the whatever, but um, or the 70s. Definitely, you could probably say that about the 70s uh, or what. But but um. I don't know. Just go. I want to just go through his, the hitters because he's got a lot of hits, but he's also got some misses in there. But I want to go through the big ones. Obviously, Alien, Blade Runner. Uh, he did Legend, the fantasy movie in the eighties. Um, Thelma and Louise, uh, GI Jane, Gladiator, Hannibal, Black Hawk Down, Matchstick Men. Um, a few years later, is American Gangster, and then you were talking about Prometheus, Alien Covenant, The Martian. 
Uh, now we have his double feature that was last duel in House of Gucci. I wanted, like, I, I wanted to reiterate that we wanted to do Last Duel for this episode. I just couldn't get a hold of it um, uh, in time. I don't. I, I, I feel like it, it's a missed opportunity to not be able to watch the movies at the same time because uh, I literally waited. You know, two. If I would have known I wouldn't be able to watch Last Duel, I should would have just watched it first, uh, like when it was out. And I guess that's what they wanted me to do. But now I'm probably not going to watch it at all because I don't have a reason to. Because we're probably not going to do Ridley Scott again for a while. Um, you know what's funny about that though? Last night on my, uh, I let the Roku screensaver come on, and there was an ad to stream Last Duel right now, and so I click it, being all pissed off about it. But it, you can't rent it; you can only buy it early access to, to watch it. Uh, uh, currently, it was twenty bucks. I was like, that's yeah, that's a lot to to spend on just watching a movie once, and I'll probably never watch again. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. We'll live. This one's kind of ended up being a little bit of a filler. Um, but uh still wanted to watch see how Sakuchi. Um it was super fucking marketed and hyped up. And I wanted to talk about the marketing with for that later. Uh but but as far as the Martian, uh what did you think? He's got a lot of big name movies, but but I feel like none of them none of those I haven't seen Thelma and Louise, which I'd like to um and and a few of the others. But I feel like none of those really live up to Alien and Blade Runner for me. Uh, Black Hawk Down's good. Like, it's a good war movie for sure. Um, but that's American maybe, Gangster was really good. I don't think it's on the level of those other movies, though. Um, mm. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't think that there's really... I don't think he's, he's captured the, the heights since that run. I would say probably Gladiator might be the closest to being as hype. Yeah, Gladiator. That That's big. the other one I was gonna say. Gladiator is a uh, is a really good <clears> one. But uh, well, as far as my my feelings on The Martian, though, my initial thoughts. Uh, hot takes galore. I don't know how this was nominated for Best Picture, and I it was very long, and it was very empty, and I thought there were some bad performances, and I didn't like it at all, really. Um, I'm trying to find more redeeming qualities than non-redeeming. That's that's how how bad it is. But it's like the like the cinematography's great. Like I, I don't I, think I do it's love, bad. Not, I don't not, think it's not, bad. I just like I don't know. I, I normally like Matt Damon in movies, and I just did not like him in this at all. Uh, I felt like Jeff Daniels was phoning it in. Yeah, um, I didn't like Jeff I, Daniels. I didn't like Jeff I, Daniels. I thought they wasted Donald Glover because there's no reason for him oh, to be. Oh, man. Was that, like, that, that was when the movie started losing me. As soon as they introduced Donald Glover, which was like an hour into the movie. Yeah. Um, he's just, which I, It seemed like even longer because he just shows up and he's just like, hey, guys, I need more coffee. I figured it out. And then he's gone. And it's it. He's literally there to just. Yeah. Honestly, his like, character didn't need to be in the film at all. If you could have no. the team figure that out. And then like the China, mm. the, the Chinese stuff. Um, yeah. Which wasn't it a big part, call. wasn't a big part, but uh, the, the, all the Chinese stuff and the that and the um, Donald Glover stuff, it just like mm. so fast and brushed over um, that it wasn't that good. But I thought the premise was really good, and I thought I was I was interested in what was happening for a while in this movie. Like, and how he was going to figure this out. And, oh, he figured it out. Oh, but then there's going to be a setback. And, like, I was good until about the, uh, like, uh, around the time of the explosion when the the lab blew up. 
and he, mm. uh, and he had to like duct tape it back together or whatever. Yeah, um, which duct tape apparently does hold the universe together. In this I, yeah, yeah, and I get that, but I had a problem with the tarp and holding the vacuum, holding the pressure. Oh, I too. Uh, that was my biggest issue with all that um, was the tarp. It's not going to be strong enough to keep air pressure if the pressure gets that di- is that different from the outside to inside. Like even if it's some fancy like NASA tarp, like still and like how crazy the wind was whipping on those storms like a rock could easily rip through that like yeah didn't yeah make any sense. i i that was the part that i did not did not agree with i thought he was fucked and i was like there's no way he's getting out of this and then he just duct taped the tarp to the hole and they repressurized and that was that yeah um, same with his suit, the crack on his in his helmet later. That one I was tape. more fine with because it's like a small, it's a smaller crack. It's not a giant no. gaping hole that wind is whipping in and the air pressure is gonna be like it's at least a ton, like a tiny crack that you could seal with something. Um, but uh, it's funny because in Gundam, the Gundam universe, when you have a when they have tears in their spacesuits or in their helmets, they have literally have a special tape that they put on the the hole to pre- repressurize the suit. Um, yeah, it's literally from Gundam. Nice. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just felt like a lot of the stuff I felt like was given, like apparently this has a lot of like scientific research that went into the movie to try to keep it as, like, as accurate as possible. But some of this shit just seemed so unreal. Like what he's at one point in the movie, he has like a, a, a nuclear reactor in his backseat chilling. And I'm like, wouldn't he, he was there for 500 some days. Wouldn't he die from radiation poisoning? Like, he, I think he said it was just slowly leaking. So like, it wasn't, it, it wouldn't kill him. It was like, enough to make like, him sweat. Like long, long, long term, it was supposed to be fine. Or uh, like short term, I mean, it was supposed to be fine. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I'd have an issue with that. That one I was like, okay, but it was like the movie ca- kept making me make these leaps of belief, leaps of belief. Yeah, that's um, how I felt. But I, I really did like the first. I liked the premise, and I liked the first hour, and I liked this. I didn't hate the setup. I thought that it was interesting that the crew is like all famous people. Um, but, uh, but then I, I was like, I knew it was a red herring. It's like, there is way too many famous people for them to be in the movie, like significantly. Um, like this budget would be crazy if you're paying all these people. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I was right. Cause they were gone immediately. Uh, <laughs> for a good like hour of the movie. Yeah. They're just completely absent. Well, that's fine. I never, like, that's not an issue. That's not a problem. Um, I just thought I just expected, I, that's what I expected. And, um, as it's like, you're not paying, um, what's her name? Who plays the captain? Jessica Chastain. I always confuse, uh, Jessica Chastain with, uh, um, Ron, what's uh, Ron Howard? Bryce daughter. Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. They look the redheads and they look similar. I can um, see that. It's beyond the red hair; it's the faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think this movie wasn't that bad. It just if it was a lot shorter, I think it would be good if it was shorter. Like that was my main thing. Like it would be yeah. a th- it would be a solid three, entertaining, fine movie to watch if it was two hours or less. Mm-hmm. But the fact Agreed. that it is two and a half hours, and honestly, House of Gucci, well, its length is an issue too. But I don't think it could be contained in a smaller movie. The story is too big. Um, whereas this, 
it's 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 trying to be too it's unnecessarily too big like i feel like there Mm. is story that you could take out like you you're willing to you know fast forward years they literally fast forwarded years at one point in the movie but then Mm. they like hang on like certain tasks taking a really long time it's just like what they choose to spend their time on in the movie uh Mm. is what boggles my mind and the second half. The second half is so bad. Um, and it's not like bad like acting. It's not bad cinematography. It's not bad. It, the movie's still made well. It's just uh, like not interesting. My my interest, like I think I said this to you and I put this in my letterbox review, is that I was interested. The premise had me. The movie had me. I was I was cool with it. And I wanted to see how it went. And then at a certain point, the interest just started falling. And as the time got longer and longer, my interest hit the fucking ground, and I was checked out for the for the whole ending of the movie. Yep, I uh, the way that I went into this movie was because I didn't see previews or whatever, just through really word of mouth, and then knowing the nomination stuff, I came into it thinking it was going to be darker and more like of an emotional thing because it's a man trapped on Mars by himself. And uh, this is not that with all the lighthearted, upbeat music. This was like supposed to just be like a fun. I, I, I thought it, I, it was I, like a fun movie. I thought it was cast away in space, and that's kind of what it is. Gotcha. Um, I've never seen Cast Away. But... Cast Away is not. It's it's light too, but not quite as light. It's like fun survival, and this is definitely like fun survival. Yeah, everything with like the music and just his demeanor, like you never, I never believe that he's actually concerned that he, uh, with the fact that he's most, that he most likely would die. It seems like and, he's, it's like he, sorry, he's like, uh, he's, um, he, he's like, okay, he's accepted that is his fate, but he's going to do his best to beat it, you know, like he's determined. I think that's the whole thing is he's optimistic, but also realistic. Does that make I sense? Just, yeah, but I, I for me it just read as just too much optimism. Like at no, I, it came off to me as if at no point did he ever doubt that he was going to, like, be able to do one of his ideas. He was just like, I think he's like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this, and then he does it and it works out. And then no, even it, when it he doesn't does it, always it, work out. I, well, he does have some minor setbacks, like when he blows up his potato farm thing. Um, but then there's just like immediately like another solution, and he's still like doing fine he has to cut down his rations but which i did think later on the movie they did good with making him look scrawny and uh, with the body double stuff um like a real emaciated but the uh i don't know i think like you were saying with leaps of faith with stuff i think between that me thinking it was going to be a more darker emotional movie and then having the score and everything just feel a lot more upbeat i had a hard time just kind of getting into the world and 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 it ended up just being like a, a clock watcher for me the whole time oh it sounded like you wanted it to be a different movie you uh, yeah i think that's what it is i you have uh, this is not the first time that you, ha- you have rated a movie bit solely on it not f- meeting your expectations of what it's gonna be hmm I mean, I don't know. I, I, just, I, I mean, is that wrong? Is that is that incorrect? Yeah. No, I don't think it's incorrect. That's definitely like how I come out of a movie and my my thoughts on it, just based on how I feel, regardless of everything, is just kind of my first jumping point uh, for my opinion, and then I just kind of deconstruct and go from there. Well, I mean, you just said that that was like uh, like is that the because I think that that's you gotta go into it with like a clean, more of a clean slate, you know. 
instead yeah. of what you think it's going to be like. Because I think the expectations I mean, it, can color how you feel about a thing. Um, yeah, oh, for you, sure. Because if you want it to be something that it isn't, then it's never going to meet. It's never going to be good, satisfying to you. Yeah, and and while it didn't meet what I thought it was going to be, even saying that, I don't think that this was. It's just very long and boring to me, and I didn't think it was uh, even as a like a fun adventure survival movie. I I just I don't like Matt Damon's character. I don't like how like cocky and and how like i don't know he just seems like not that concerned with things and he has moments of it throughout that I, are, I i uh, i didn't feel he wasn't concerned with things it was just like yeah it was just like a a, a, determ- a determination to keep going you know mm. and like that the death was probable but it, he because he said it from the beginning that was the mm. whole setup of the film as he gives that long thing this movie does a lot of showing or a lot of telling and not showing and then it does the things it does choose to show i think are weird because of the time skips and everything mm. um but no i don't have an issue with with any of that um i think that he becomes a he there are specific lines in the performance of the lines that make him sound like a douche um that like i could see the line is written working a different way but it's almost like the way he said it um is really unlikable and uh, he's just like fuck you to people and whatever. Which is he's like it's not that that he's abrasive. It's just like it's it's like a he's like a jock. He's like a jock mm. douche. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's just and that's another reason I, don't, I just don't like it. I just don't like him. The it's uh because I it's it, with a lot of bloated movies, like you could say that it's like, oh, it's because they held on this shot too long or whatever. Like, there's everything in this movie kind of like it flows at its pace and it keeps the same pace. And I know this feel movie like is individual... a better pace than House of Gucci. This movie mm. is better paced, in my opinion. There's shit happening all the time. It's not like dwelling on things and we're like ruminating on things. It's just like it's moving on to the next idea, you know, always. Yeah. Whereas where, where House of Gucci is meandering, I it just wanders. Just, it just wanders around until the end. And if you know the history, uh, then you're just waiting for the end to happen. Well, I'll talk about my take on that when we get to there. But the, uh, um, but with this though, I can, and and also I had the same critique of House of Gucci. It just feels like there's no individual scene necessarily feels too long, but there's just too many padding it out to the runtime and it's just it's little things that could just be cut here and there that's really like that's my issue with it it's not like i don't think anything that is included is like without sub like the Mm. it's not that there's no substance in the things that are added it's just too many things and uh and and it makes like i said it makes you not care anymore I actually cared about the story, Mark Watney and the crew. I did want to see what happened with these people. Like that's that's why this movie is better than Kanosakuchi to me because I cared. I literally cared about no one or anything in Kanosakuchi. Nothing. I was into it from maybe the beginning, and then it just became like I'm trying to understand who I'm supposed to root for here. Who is the like what? is this even movie trying to be where this movie has a clear vision and what it's, and it's trying to be something. Um, it just doesn't, I think there is a better movie in here and I just can't mm-hmm. say that about house Gucci. I think that 
I think that is why they're different than me, different for me. Like that, we are uh, reversed. Mm-hmm. I saw this movie. Like neither of them are great, and I don't even consider Martian good because it ended up being so. Like I think I would have, like I said, gave it a three and a half, or I remember gave it a three out of five. I mean, if it was, um, not so bloated, and mm-hmm. and and what well, yeah, like I said, like the, once they introducing Donald Glover and the all these other subplots that just appear and disappear and never come back um i don't know yeah that's i mean that's pretty much just the overarching uh thing for i i would say about most of the the movies as a whole even just beyond the size and pace of it it's just it's solid but it's just it's too much it's just, it's and it doesn't work i don't know i didn't like it <laughs> i i i feel like you with atomic blonde right now about this one <laughs> I think Atomic Blonde is is Atomic Blonde. I probably like better than both of these movies. Like, oh, the, so I put agree. that in perspective. Put that in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> because you how I felt about it, I th- well, I didn't Atomic hate. Blonde. I didn't hate Atomic Blonde. I think that I that I think it was overrated. So I was trying to uh, portray how. Um, how I felt about that. Like how I was trying to illustrate that and it ends up me critiquing it more to, to, uh, to, you know, illustrate that. But these are not as entertaining movies at their base. Mm-hmm. Um, the Martian, like I said, is a, l- a little bit better. Uh, the Martian entertained me for much longer. And that's why it's ahead of House Gucci in my, I honestly, I feel like Ridley Scott at this point, I don't, I haven't seen last duel. Um, but I have seen uh, Alien Covenant and Prometheus. I think at this point he's very indul- a bit indulgent um, and needs a, a, a tighter reins in, in the editing room. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think there's great ideas. I think there's still style. House of Gucci has some style in it that this movie is more bl- more like straightforward, run-of-the-mill sci- uh, blockbuster sci-fi. That's why, that's why I wanted to compare it to those other movies because mm-hmm. it doesn't stand out from those. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. It was more, I got more value out of it than the other one. It's just not, not much. <laughs> I'm ready to score this thing. I don't think I can talk about it anymore. I don't like, I, I have, know, you can talk about what you got to say, but, uh, I, I think I have a wise. question. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, I have, this is my, my main note. I wrote it in all caps and I want to know your thoughts. So does Michael Pena just hate his family? Because at the end of the movie in the credits, he, this man is the only one in the crew that won't, goes back into space in the end scene. And after also tell, like they have that call with him and his family, he's like, hey, babe, sorry, I'm just, it's another 500 days. I'm going to be gone. Sorry, peace. And then it goes to the end of the movie where it's showing all the astronauts where they are now. And Michael Pena is back on the fucking ship going away. And it's just like, man, this dude just hates his family. <laughs> I honestly didn't even, I honestly didn't even notice that, but that is pretty funny. Um. Yeah, there was like all, I, all the subplots with the crew. I just did not give a shit about Kate Mara and her relationship with Sebastian uh, Stan. As this, what I, I thought it was, I thought one of them was gonna die because was like this is trying to make me care about this relationship. It's gotta be, uh, yeah. it's gotta be uh, an indicator of foreshadowing of something, and it wasn't. Because and then I was it, like, it, oh, Jessica Chastain is gonna sub in to save Sebastian Stan, so he, she, he, she doesn't lose. You know, they don't lose their love, and Jessica Chastain's gonna die, uh, saving Matt Damon. And I'm like, wait, 
doesn't make any sense for anyone to die because it would wrong. It, it, it doesn't no one's gonna die because it would make no sense to even come back from him in the first place if, if it was gonna kill other people they wouldn't end I, it with less people alive than they than they originally had I disagree. I think that if you had the whole thing about, uh, oh, it's coming in at 11 meters per second, and Sebastian Stan's like, I'll make it work, and then he goes out there and, like, dies somehow. Yeah, but, like, like uh. gets fucked up enough to, like, make it home in a coma, and they still rescue Matt Damon, and but, like, Sebastian Stan's gone, and it's the whole, like, was it worth it because we traded a life for a life. Um, that would just, I, think, that would I be... think you I think you wanted this movie to be dark. It just wasn't going to, this movie wasn't going to do that. It's not that dark. You want this movie to be dark. You want this movie to be dark. I want it to be real. There's no happy endings all the time in real life, especially well, when like you're How many are... sci-fi movies like uh, like Armageddon? I mean, people died in Armageddon. But this movie yeah. reminded me of Armageddon. Like, the vibe without of the it. emotional stakes because no one dies. <laughs> well, the emotional the, the... stakes is bringing home the Martian. Bringing home Matt Damon is the stage. Yeah, but like, th- like just over the halfway, almost three quarters of the way through this movie, I figured out like no one, like he's making it out no problem. Like this is well, that's because the type of movie. This ending. is like an almost Disney yeah. Disney level movie. That's how um, I feel about it. I feel like it's just like a like a low adult R, Disney high PG thirteen Disney. It's not R. It's like, no, I'm saying like uh, I thought there was a couple F words in this one. No, they bleeped every single every single one was bleeped. Oh yeah, you're right. For they, they would cut to the it's outside. It's PG thirteen. The movie yeah. was PG thirteen. I have it up. You got you. Uh, well, anyways, Adult Disney. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I didn't like. I hate. I don't. I personally don't really like Kate Mara that much, but I extra didn't like her in this. I liked. Uh, I loved her in House of Cards, but I haven't seen her in anything I liked since. And I think because everything I see her in, she just seems like the same House of Cards character, and it's it just seems. Have you all seen the same. House of Cards? Yeah, oh, I've seen every every season. Oh, uh, man, her, she's so good in that first season. Yeah, um, oh, House of Cards, yes. Everything I've seen her in since then, I feel like it's just the same character. Yeah, like, it's, well, they're, like, bland. They don't, uh, I don't, bland is definitely the word I'd use. I'm, we're team yeah. Rooney, Rooney Mara over Kate Mara. Um, but, yeah, that's... What are you giving it? A two and a half. Oh my god. What did you give House of Gucci, you freak? Do you want to know? It would, no, but that means you gave it a decent score. If you I, like this just, less. Just, I feel like, I like Goo, uh, House of Gucci a little more than that. that but yeah, but I gave this two and a half. Yo, you gave this two and a half. Oh, yeah, that means that, we, <sighs> that means that you kind of liked House of Gucci. I d- yeah, I didn't. I I have a lot of issues with it. I probably won't rewatch it, but I I, didn't, I liked it more than this. I, I didn't mind it. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I, that movie is horrible, dude. Oh man. Well, I guess let's just jump right into it. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That movie was well, so we'll see. fucking my scores, bad. My scores usually change by the end of our thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with agreeing on the the Martian, but I'm just scared about how much we differed on. House of Gucci, because this movie sucked dick. Um, okay, I think it was that bad. The the it 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 returned to the king to me several times, which pissed me off. I don't know. What do you um, mean by that? Uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, where the movie fades to black. I think three different times in the last half hour, and you think it's over, and it's not. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't think it was going to be over until what's her name got that place back. 
Well, I didn't. Uh, I knew nothing about the story going in. I mean, just uh, regardless, that's that was the trajectory of the of the narrative. It was all about. Lady I thought Gaga it was going to end for the, the Tom Ford back. show. Uh, no, like, that, was, that would like, be there. Well, that would be make no sense as an ending. It would just end well, abruptly. Was, like it's, it's like the fact re- the fact that the narrative is that fucking muddled that you think it could have just ended there is just more more support. Because well, not knowing like, anything about it, to me, that's like, oh, this is the revival. Like, this is the, this is the comeback. It, and it's, it's just like, narr- and then how Gucci is how we know it or some shit like that. Oh, my God. That'd be even worse of a film. That'd be worse. Well, that's why, <laughs> like, I didn't know about the the, the Hitman be, job or any oh of that stuff. Was good. Like, um, the Hitman job was horrible. This, oh, man, that was so bad. That whole that's scene so is so horrible. bad. Lady Gaga goes. Well, what first? Can, let's just talk about the cast. And yes, the let's do the cast because I think <laughs> this movie is for for I think for your anyone's personal opinion of whether they like this movie, it depends on how you feel about these the cast and these performances. Because mm. I feel that they have to be divisive. I thought these Agreed. performances were not good. I thought that that. Uh, Everyone or just specific people? Uh, in general, not good, but in, but in specifics, um, like the people that weren't even that bad, they had everyone had bad accents. Al Pacino mm-hmm. probably had the least bad accent. Um, Agreed. Jeremy uh, Irons was the Jeremy worst. Irons was the worst. So you'd have a scene with Jared Leto <laughs> and Jeremy Irons talking to each other. And they would have different Italian accents. So I said to Corey, I messaged like, oh, I guess this is the Italian-American, uh, the American-Italian accent, not Italian-American, because they're yeah. Italians. This <laughs> <laughs> is the American-Italian accent, and and Jeremy Irons must be the British-Italian accent. Um, Wait, I'm not... I'm going to be real with you. I didn't know Jared Leto was in this movie until you said so. Shut the fuck up. I Shut swear the, to God. You, oh my God. Oh my God, I hate you. I didn't, I didn't see a single oh thing for this God, movie going in. Oh my God, I hate in. you. Oh I go in God. blind, you know this. No, but it's it's like all the marketing was all, all the fucking marketing was about Lady Gaga and Jared Leto looking like an old fat man. That was what wow. it was all about. Jared Leto was on late night interviews. It was all, like, oh my God, he doesn't look anything like him. He doesn't look anything like Jared Leto. I can't believe this. You're blowing my mind about this movie. Maybe I, no, it's blowing my mind. This is I, 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 no, I, I, it's okay though. No, there is no disrespect here. Well, but, I, you know, I go in blind. I'm just, but, uh, I'm just making sure that man. it's clear. Wow, Jeremy, Irons. I kind of, I like, I like Jared Leto's uh, Paolo. What is his name? Paolo. Oh my I, god, he sucked. Even more. <laughs> oh my god, he sucked. Oh, he was terrible, dude. He was so bad. But I think he, he, he doesn't seem as bad when everyone has a, a fucking caricature of an accent. Yeah. Everybody he, I, is... Lady Gaga is chewing up scenery. <laughs> like a hungry like fucking Miss Pac-Man. Oh, my God. Adam Driver's <laughs> performance is so subtle and understated. And everybody else is camping it up. It, I, yeah. <laughs> I... I, you know what's funny? At first, I thought Adam Driver had the worst accent in the very in the first like twenty minutes of the movie, and well, then I just... settle in as he's getting more and more like time. It almost feels like as they were shooting, he got more comfortable with it. Um, I now think the... he's the best in the uh, of the movie when it comes th- to just like performance or whatever. I think it's the uh, it's the approach because okay, obviously this this movie does not care for historical accuracy, <laughs> reality, realism, immersion. 
in the world. I mean, there's immersion because this is so in this ridiculous world. Um, but the so I had to like suspend that. Like, okay, we're just gonna do we're gonna do you know quasi. I don't want to say racist, but quasi offensive accents. They're not terrible. They're not bad. I'm not saying they are offensive, but they flirt with it. That's for sure. Um, you know, uh, Lady Gaga sounds like she's from Eastern Europe. Uh, sounds like she's from Russia. Uh, I, I was going to say, I feel like she, her accent dips in and out where I get, I, it goes back and forth between a, a New York and a New Yorker t- trying to sound Italian. See, I, I uh, does, it sounds to me like Eastern European for some reason, but yeah, whatever. Adam Driver, I think his approach was the best because he doesn't commit to it so hard that he's like a fucking clown. And he's able, and that way his performance is so subtle. And like he's, I don't know, he's a, it's a, a softer spoken character that he's able to back off from the accent when he needs to or when he just chooses to, and it doesn't fuck with you that bad. Versus when you hear Jeremy Irons and Jared Leto talking to each other, and uh, one sounds like Mario, and the other one just sounds like a British guy trying to talk like he's Italian. <laughs> Did Jeremy? I don't even think he sounded Italian. Jeremy Irons' accent like just went away on on the fly, and especially any time he like tried to do the cough thing around it, it immediately just went to normal. The, um, uh, there's a, the one scene, like the scene I keep referring to with, with those two. They both say the word pastels, and yeah. they say it differently. Yeah, Irons says pastels. Yeah, I, Jeremy Irons says pastels, which is definitely British, a British thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so okay. So okay. Okay. So given all this that you just heard, I was like, okay, th- this is trying to go for something. This is trying to go for a style. It's silly. It's not taking itself too seriously. And I was here for that idea for the first half hour <laughs> because I was like, okay, this could work. You know, this is silly a little bit, but it's still a serious story. And it's got style. I like the sh- I like the costuming. I like the makeup. I like the s- some of the rich, opulent sets. The that were almost you know citizen like eighties Citizen Kane sometimes are uh, very like uh, vaporwave aesthetic. You know, um, you know I was into that. I thought that this movie could could. There's an idea here that could have worked, um, but ultimately it is meandering mess. That's the. I'll pass it back to you. I've been, <laughs> so I think that I'm a good. I think we're in agreement. Adam Driver's performance was the best of the cast. Um, He's probably the best but, actor of all these uh, people. I mean, oh, for sure as well. But just as far as this movie's concerned, um, Jared Leto. Now knowing it's Jared Leto, I uh, I didn't mind his performance. I know I know it was definitely silly and whiny and crying like a little baby. But anytime he had anything with. Uh, <laughs> Al Pacino or Jeremy Irons, though, I was like uh, into his little thing because I was just like, man, this dude's just he's just that in nuts and up his own ass about his shit and his browns and pastels. Um, fucking. But uh, Lady Gaga, I I hated her the entire first half of the movie. And then whenever Adam Driver starts to become the bad guy, then I, I less didn't like her and started to more like 
hate Adam Driver's character, which I guess is good performance because it it his heel turn was very good. I thought. I thought. Um, it, I thought it was. Uh, it, his performance was it, fine. It, it was abrupt. Writing wise, sucked. Yeah, I think it came on a little too abrupt and soon. It was just like everything's fine, yeah, and it's just like, oh, scenes. my blonde, my blonde bitch is here, so you and the kids are gonna have to go, so I can get laid. And, uh, and then after that, they're divorced or he attempt divorce, all that. She did then, some crazy like, shit though before that. Oh yeah, she. I was gonna say, Kylie and I were kind of not having an argument, but talking about this after the movie, and I was like, Adam Driver's whole thing is all out of resentment for what Lady Gaga's character fucking ruin ruining his family and i think I've, he's justified in his there's a level of justification things, i think the movie wanted us to feel conflicted but honestly i think the movie has a hard time trying to tell us who to root for yeah um, agreed and that's why it's a mess to me narratively um the whole the one thing i wanted to say about jared leto before we before we let his ass we let his ass go for a while stop 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 it's it's me jared leto (laughs) oh my pastels jared leto all right so here's the challenge i want you to prove me wrong on this jared leto uses a voice in every single movie he does his performances that are supposedly great are just him putting on a fucking voice every time blade runner check Requiem for... I didn't think he had a, yes like a he totally did voice. he would talk like this oh so, I just thought it was a yeah. more like, thought, Mr. version of his normal voice that was definitely a, that's a definitely a putting that's literally putting on a voice that's okay, not your well, normal right. that's on a performance in your own voice and your speak normal speaking voice Joker check uh Requiem for a dream over the top New York accent check yeah this movie, check. I, I I don't I can't think of any others, but but uh, Dallas Buyers Club. I'm assuming I, I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming he's got a southern accent in that. Well, not just the accent; it's like the voice. It's the over well, that's the top what, yeah, voice. Yeah, you know, like to the level of camp. This is definitely that. <laughs> yeah, I I I I just think though, like it's funny, uh, but I it, didn't mind it on screen. Like, I think because this movie's a little silly, it was oh, it was I was it was forgiving. It's like he is not yeah. what ruins the movie for me. It's it's a comedy of errors, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not the a very definitely it's not funny. Look. This movie is not funny and at all. There is nothing hard. I may maybe laugh maybe once. Um, not intentionally at least uh, yeah lady gaga is i liked it first i thought she looked great um mm. she looks great on screen her she looks fantastic um she's a presence she has she is charming this movie if you liked it it's got to be carried by her by her lady gaga's charm mainly alone <laughs> um which only got me so far and then i started to see the cracks in the performance the, in particular, the divorce scene, uh, the divorce papers where the de- yeah. the, the guy's giving her, and she's just going on and on and on. The papers, I don't know about no papers. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, my Lord. I get what you're going for, and I get what the scene is going for, but this is too long. This is too mm. much. This could have so much more energy. I could see this movie, this scene on, like, The Sopranos or something um, and being just done um much uh it didn't just need to be this long and it doesn't need to be this ridiculous and it's just hammy that was hammy to me 
Everything um, with Salma Hayek and her was just ham. Was just oh, ham. And, you, and you know how I feel about right. Salma Hayek. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she her uh, her performance she, is not she brought eternal. it she, yeah she did the same thing she always does uh she looks she looks great look the milf queen milf uh and uh yeah a lot of, a lot of milfs oh, and dilfs in this one <laughs> i uh what really started taking me out of the movie though was the selma hayek like uh fortune teller thing and all the stuff with like oh, between her and for me it's just like when they were getting like the mud baths together it's like selma hayek is just taking you for a ride lady gaga How do you i mean know? that's obvious yeah that was part yeah. of the story but um i didn't know she goes to jail in the end so like that was kind of deflating for me um like the that lady gaga and the whole thing Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I I pretty much listed out my main grievances. It's it's just a mess. Um, it's long mess. I I would have been much. I would have preferred to watch this at home, where I could you know play a video game or talk over it and you yeah. know whatever. But th- being locked in the movie theater for this long, this is a this is like Eternals, like where it's just a forever movie that I don't care mm-hmm. about. Once it hit the Tom Ford thing at the end from then on i just kept thinking as every scene grew because i didn't know how it was going to end i was like this got to be it this has got to be the oh end. the We're tom ford to stuff was so bad the tom ford shit was so bad and rushed and uh it's like the movie's running out of it doesn't know how to end itself and it's running out of yeah. runway and uh it doesn't know how to stick this landing the scene okay okay so we get a scene tom ford gets hired cool then we have the the big fashion show. Everyone loves it. Then we have a scene of after the show. And literally, this is the worst fucking scene of the movie. This is just a bad, bad scene. Tom Ford is reading a newspaper at the a table with a bunch of invest the investors of the of the company. And and um Adam Driver's feeling really good about himself. And then the and Tom Ford's like, oh, I'm gonna go call my mom. And walks out of the room, and that uh, then the mo- the scene now becomes about um, Adam Driver getting fired from Gucci or getting bought out from Gucci because he's mishandling it. Even though we just got illustrated that he there is no illust- there is no. no showing of Adam Driver mismanaging the company. It is just all we get oh, is. The- we get the Lamborghini scene or the Ferrari scene when he buys that like three million dollar car and he references to the blonde girl like oh everything's on the, it's it's on their Gucci expenses like I think that's supposed to be that yeah but yeah it but it's just that, that one it was it's like one instance <laughs> yeah. yeah I just but took it as like, like oh he's got his shit going again yeah yeah I didn't I didn't understand that until afterwards and uh, it, it's just like oh yeah you're we're trying to fire you now and he's like oh I'm a Gucci and he's like I'm gonna leave. And then he leaves, and the scene was really long, and it was just fucking, what the fuck? Like, why would you set it up with Tom Ford, like, I gotta go, <laughs> look at reading his review out loud. It was like a stage, it felt like a bad mm. stage play scene. I gotta go, uh, call my mom. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, the whole, everything from that on, it was just I was just clock watching the whole movie up until then. I think I was pretty good about being, you know, like not bored, but not like wanting to look at my phone the whole time. Um, but yeah, from then on, it's just it's just poop. Although I did like when I Lady Gaga so is like uh, shows up to her old house and is like, 
get this bitch out of here or show this show her please show oh her oh my out god the of, ending of the is house. so bad too it's just like she walks into a closet and the movie ends uh <clears throat> that I, I like that moment and then yeah then we get the then we get the the epilogue or whatever and yeah oh man this is just this was uh fatigue fatiguing to sit through um this is last night it was last night in soho was more excruciating for me to sit through but this I was agree. on the level of like that and eternals where it was just like this is an incredible waste of my time and i don't want to be here anymore and i just have to be here because of this podcast i honestly debated it i was like me and Riz talked about it if we weren't doing the podcast would we have walked out because we knew it? like we so what here's what happened we didn't find out that the movie was almost three hours until about an hour in. And uh, once we did, we were like, oh, fuck. Like, we literally, <laughs> like, said out loud, oh, fuck. Yeah. And, um, and it was just, like, you know, a prison sentence from there. Uh, <laughs> You're in detention. I just, re- I wanted, and I didn't, we didn't do that. I really was wanted to like the movie, and I thought I was liking the movie. And then it just, like, slowly it revealed itself that this movie sucked. And, uh, and I, I think there was a point when I looked over to wrist, I'm like, Hey, this movie sucks. Right. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> you are correct. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, this might be the worst Ridley Scott movie I've seen. Yeah. I'd I'd say Alien Covenant might be worse for me. At least, I, I, I think I, that's a problem with franchises, and I think that's why they keep making franchises, is that the lore of a franchise will carry me through a bad movie, um, mm. whereas this has nothing to interest me. You know, Expendables yeah. is a bad... Expendables is, a, crafted-wise, far inferior film to this, but because of the cast, and then it's a dumb action thing, and I probably... And it knows it, do, it. It fairly knows what it is. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but uh, but boy, I probably get more entertainment out of that than this. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is down there. I, uh, this is down there with the worst of best boys. And I now and I want to bring up. I updated my rankings because uh, I realized I hadn't added like six episodes to my rankings. So uh, wow. if we wanted to go dig into that, we can. But uh, I'm. Uh, what, is there anything else you want to talk about with this? Uh, I wanted to bring up. We didn't really talk about Al Pacino. Um, I you yeah. You know, also know how I feel. You also know how I feel about Al Pacino. Yeah, I liked him in this because this is like it's one of those things where you don't cast Al Pacino to play a role. You cast. Uh, you make a role that you want him to play. Because he does the same thing every time, and I thought he fit this in. I mean, this is his, I, his he, thing. he didn't the do. Italian he yeah, he, was, the, he wasn't screaming or anything. Yeah, it was just like a nice. I thought he did good. I liked the stuff with him and uh, with him and Jared Leto. Uh, I thought that was fun uh, and funny. I thought that's where all the com- comedic relief in the movie was was just between those two's interactions. Um, it wasn't very especially funny. whenever Jared Leto uh, sold his shares and he's just like, "You ruined me! I'm dead!" And he just hugs him, and goes, "You're such an idiot, but you're my idiot." Yeah, you always yeah. be. And I was like, "That was." I thought that was fun um, and a little heart, slightly heartwarming. But uh, the God, the whole middle of this movie is just such a blur. It's like I remember them all the way from the truck stop to them becoming Gucci or whatever. But then it just fast forward to the snow scene. 
Uh, and then I feel like everything in the middle. Oh is my god! Well, the, that's, there's multiple plot narratives that are poorly done or don't go anywhere. The whole forging the the note thing, and then the cops come mm. and raid their place, and we literally find out nothing about what happens to that. He just oh, yeah. Go, who who they forged just, the? They Lady Gaga did. We know that, oh. but uh, that's why he ran into the to the snow place, and then it just never comes back again i think it does mm. briefly in a line that it was fine somehow but it 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 just drops off and like oh this is supposed to be a big deal we got to go to the snow world and then gone i just yeah it. i just live in snow world now well that makes me now i didn't really realize it was her because i kind of slightly believed her when she was playing it off that like she didn't know what was going on um, yeah she's a liar yeah, that makes way more sense of why he was just like, yeah, that's the last straw. Fucking, we're divorced. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That yeah, that gives a little more justification for Adam Driver beyond like how he respond. I think he should be not abandon his kid, but as far as Lady Gaga was concerned, I think he's in the. He, I don't think he wanted to abandon the kid. He wanted shared custody. Remember. He did, but then she was saying things like, you haven't seen her in weeks, and he's like, oh, I'll see her in two weeks, and, and I'm just really busy, and like that kind of stuff. But that's like the, you're, you're just yeah. said, painting the, I'm too rich to see my kids trying to character out of him because he's like power tripping or not. Yeah, or it, it, it's trying to make you root for Lady Gaga a little <laughs> bit on some like uh, girl boss level, and she's just, it just doesn't work. Yeah. It, it's, it's unclear about who we're supposed to root for, and then it's by the time it's clear, it's too, the movie's over, it's too late. Yeah, um, and she girl bosses her way too close to the sun by trying to murder <laughs> Maurizio. This is all, oh, this is all so bad. The scene, the, yeah. the scene with the leather jackets was not good. Oh my god, it was the worst thing in the movie. Everyone in that scene looked terrible. Everything was acted terrible, and uh, I understand. It looked like a pickup day with second unit because it was just like two inserts. It's very bare wide. bones. Yeah, it was very bare bones. Yeah. And everyone just looked like they didn't want to be there. I will say that I like the score a lot. Um, I mean, there obviously there's the trope of overuse of pop music to illustrate the, the time yeah. more than showing with things. Um, with another in another language too, like they did that with with uh, the Smash Mouth song. I know it's not really Smash Mouth, but um, I think it was oh like God. I'm a believer. I can't believe did, you just called the, it a Smash Mouth song. The Shrek, I, that's what I you know, the it. Shrek song. Yeah, yeah, that, that song Shrek sings. <laughs> hey, everybody does that with Johnny Cash when it comes to Hurt. So I, um, yeah, but it's Smash. All right, whatever. The uh, yeah, it's like Jojo Rabbit did the same thing. Um, mm. With but at least it wasn't movies music from the time. It was like '60s music that they're playing over this movie that took place in the '40s. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's just bad. I wanted to say The Martian relies on tropes of. Uh, Sci- like space movies a lot um and this movie had some has some biopic biopic tropes um but uh yeah i didn't care for this uh at all there were things like I, the anything i'm giving in is because of like just lady gaga's charm and i like adam driver and, yeah, Adam uh, Driver carries most of the reasons why I like this movie. Um, I think my final things to say of it were like, were I have written here that I wanted more of the, uh, you know, those like black and white sections where they're supposed to represent probably like a famous photograph that was taken at that point. But well, they just like kind of happen. Shoots. No, they're like photo shoots. 
Well, like, yeah, but they do the, uh, like, when Adam Driver's jumping over, like, the little thing in the Gucci store in the beginning of, the, like, probably the first third of the movie, and then he's doing, like, the little photo shoot thing. But they do it in black and white. I thought that was great, like, a reference of this is the event of whenever this famous picture was taken or some no, shit like No, no, the but black I and white, like I don't know about the jumping over the thing, but the black and white section at the photo shoot, that's just because a lot of photo shoots were black and white in the 90s. Like Because the, they did another black and white glamour section whenever... Things. Uh, Al Pacino got arrested, and then they did another black and white thing. Um, fucking, I can't remember. But the I don't know. I thought that was it. Must have been represented to that. But if it, I, if it is, I know that... for a fact the photo shoot one is because of <clears throat> it was styled like photo shoots of the nineties. I know that one. The well for the other ones then at least um, I don't remember I don't them know, being I that significant because they were just kind of thrown in. At least the the jumping over the uh, it. It's the one where it's like the low angle shot and Adam Driver jumping over the it, I don't. I didn't even think that was black and white. I thought that was just like it looked like a still photo, like they just um, did a still photo thing. Yeah, I don't know. But those Freeze sections, frame. essentially, what I'm trying to say is, I just felt like could, that could have just been gone completely if they weren't gonna. That's add a, it's anything a, more. It, to it. It. It's like an example of you didn't lean in far enough, so <laughs> it, now it's just pointless. Yeah. If you're gonna do something like that and you got to go in harder, it's just not enough. Like, why am I seeing this? Because there's no, like, you it don't even get build to see the on pictures a theme later. Or, yeah, it doesn't, it's not a theme, a motif of the movie, visual motif. I don't like it. Um, I mean, I didn't hate it. Yeah. It just, it, it didn't add to the film. Um, oh, the other black and white thing was uh, the marriage when they were getting into the car after the wedding. Um, and everyone was okay. taking pictures of them. Yeah, okay. Um, the, yeah, though. That just get rid of it because it just I felt like you were trying to do something stylistic, but like you said, not enough because now it's just like, why is this here? Why am I watching this? Um, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. I like it more than you, but I, it's it's just too long and the whole middle is just so muddied. It's just you spent what feels like an hour and a half just trying to get the, the family to give up their shares, but it's just done in such a long way. And then everyone's just are yelling at each other in different scenes. So when this all could have just, I know it's supposed to be his, historical or whatever. It's not, like, it's it's not very, not, honestly. I don't know. It's just too much. This too movie much. doesn't it's, know what it wants to be. This movie doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know what it's yeah. trying to do. It doesn't know who you should root for. Um, it's just, uh, it's a lot of ideas um, that, and they tried them, but they don't seem fully fleshed out, even to some degrees. Uh, yeah, a lot of half measures. This is it's a it's uh I don't know. I didn't like even it. from a cinematography standpoint. I thought I feel like this was shot fairly boring. Fairly I, safe. There's a there's couple. Nothing. There was a couple things that I thought were interesting visually, just like aside, like visually in general. Um, with some of the like I said, the sets and the costuming and and whatnot. But uh, it doesn't it doesn't get you through either. Yeah. It's, it, it, this is where I'm. What I wanted to say earlier, where I'm starting to see the uh, how his movies have a look and a and a style of how he does them, and it's like even going between the Martian and this one, especially since they're very similar in length, you feel the like how he paces things and stuff, and it's a lot easier when you've got one person, and it's one solid like one story, essentially with the Martian, because there was no really B plot in that movie. It was all just let's get this guy home. Um, a lot more focused. Where this is just, I I don't know. It's I feel like I would have rather 
just glossed over the family stuff more and just had it been more about the actual Gucci business, maybe, and less about just the, everyone behind the scenes just trying to get each other's shares because there was no like crazy shit really happening other than just like, oh, taxes, guess you're going to jail. Like, and then obviously Adam Driver gets killed in the end, but like, other than that, it's just really no, it didn't feel high stakes, nothing felt. Like that I, crazy. I, I, the narrative's a mess. Yeah, it's just, that's what it's all. It's, all, it's a mess. This is a mess of a, uh, a mess of a film, um, and it's not an entertaining one. I thought it would be. I went into this thinking it would be an entertaining, expensive mess, grand mess, and it is not. Mm. It was. I mean, uh, it was not entertaining. It's just a mess. <laughs> it was a long, bloated, boring mess, um, and I hated it. Well, it is what it is. I'd, be, well, I'd rather watch Atomic Blonde <laughs> ten times out of ten over this. Oh, hundred percent. That one's that one's got that one's got style. Like that one's got a that, that's a ride. It still, has a, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's uh, yeah, it's got some. It's got good sequences and um, yeah. Anyways, I don't know what how that movie became the barometer for me, but because I guess I think I, I think I brought it up because I said that The Martian is my Atomic Blonde. Um, but uh yeah, yeah. are you ready to right. you yeah. have anything else i'm giving this motherfucker a two okay i i i, I see it uh, and completely understand it i if we could give like 0.75s i would give this a 2.75 but um if if not i'm gonna give it a three just Jesus, because i like so i like so adam wrong. driver alone is enough to make me like this movie more than matt damon uh, I don't I understand. Like, I don't understand. And I, I, I feel like even though it is muddled plot-wise and stuff, I uh, there was enough going on in House of Gucci that I and I liked Al Pacino. I liked the more in House of Gucci overall than The Martian, and that that was enough for me to like it better, but not by much. Like I don't think I, I don't know. I'd probably recommend, I guess, The Martian. I don't know. See, don't, see, wait. How would you recommend The Martian? No, because I'm trying to think. For I'm trying to think if you I want would, just like a feel good movie or something. But like, I, I it's, so it's an easier watch than this. It is an easier. It's not. It's not an easy watch, but it is an easier watch than this. That's what I think. And that is my sole bra, sole reasoning for for my scores. This is not an easy watch. This was difficult. I had I had an easier I watched The Martian at home and had an easier time in the theater with House of Gucci than I did with The Martian. Yeah, well then I that's know, wild. Then I understand, but man, that's that's like pulling teeth in there. I, um, I get it though. All every, I all your 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 critiques I totally get. I just they just hit slightly less hard with me. All right, so all right. <laughs> well, that'll do it. So, like, uh, let me pull up my thingy real quick. Um, so I, yeah, I worked on this yet last night and I wanted to talk about it today. Um, where, where everything ranks so far. I don't, I probably am missing a couple, but I fit, it says 54 films. So I think that's we're in episode 27, right? So I guess there should be that around that. So I have House of Gucci at 51, ahead of Last Night in Soho, The Expendables, and Eternals. I have The Martian at 49, ahead of Army of Dead, and Below Dune. 
1989 Dune. Atomic Blonde is 47, since everyone wants to fucking know about that. Uh, you cut out for a second on my end. What What is your bottom pick? Eternals. Eternals is your bottom, like very bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I mean, can you see this in for yourself? I tried pulling up the the stream thing. Oh yeah, not... I'm not streaming. I forgot I'm not streaming. Yeah, um, I was. I went to pull it up and it cut out when I turned the stream here, on. Wait, let me and there wasn't a stream. Let me just send it to you. Um, but uh, yeah, Eternals is at the bottom. Uh, Eternals is at the bottom, then Expendables, then Last Night in Soho, then House of Gucci. Then Army of Dead, then, then The Martian. I think it's wild that you liked Army of Dead more than Eternals uh, and House of Gucci. Well, because that movie is bad, but it's like entertain more entertaining. It's I... I would say Army of the Dead for me is on the same level as Eternals, where it's like, and I'm a Zack Snyder fan, but I, I like I liked both of them, and like or not liked, but like they were both okay. They're not. I was great, just more bored. But... I think the length of Army of the Dead helps it out, helps it out a little bit. Isn't that one two and a half hours? Oh no, you're right. It is really long. Maybe yeah, I'm that's that was my biggest problem with it. Oh yeah, maybe maybe that's why I'm just forgetting how long it was. I think the card counter is worse than all of these. The card counter, <laughs> no, I, well, card counter, no, card counter is in my bottom ten. Yeah, I think the card counter is worse than Dune nineteen eighty whatever uh, Lynch's Dune. Um, yeah, I, I didn't but. hate it as much as uh, Dune. I guess yeah, maybe Lynch's Dune should be a little higher. But let's wow, go back yeah. to go up to my top. And yeah, I we could talk about your list for an entire episode. I think it's pretty good though. I, there's just some things here and there that I like. Like I like, I think Mank should be above Five Bloods uh, and Dread. Yeah, I could see I could see Mank up a, a little higher. And Lamb. Oh, okay, that's right. I I didn't like Lamb a lot. Uh, I I, uh, I didn't hate Lamb, but I liked it. I liked it more than Pig and Dread. Oh, I like I. I mean, it's definitely better than Dread. I, I like Dread, but I think Lamb's a better movie than Dread. But uh, I think Pig is better than Lamb. Man. Um, Suicide Squad's I'm, I'm pretty high. The the new one. Yeah, I have a thirty-two. Not high, but it's higher than than a lot of them. Well, yeah, I'd put I'd probably put it. I mean, I think it would be in, in closer to my twenty. I gotta. I'm gonna make my list. I need. Uh, I'm gonna do that. Uh, I the do the right thing. To, maybe is my number one but i i think i just like i think i'm biased towards weird things so yeah um so gummo still is up there gummo is so good minari is really good the ki- the killer made it into number five that's cool to see hell yeah the killer is one of the sickest movies i've been exposed to from this podcast i, that I think i like Sorry, yeah. no. I was gonna, I was gonna change things and say I like the original Blade Runner better than twenty forty nine. I think. Yeah, I think I do too. First Reform's definitely worthy of the top ten. That movie was awesome. I'm. Get, it's like getting a rush of like new emotion, like long, like late stage emotions, uh, late awakened emotions over these movies that we've like sat with for weeks or months now. 
Yeah, yeah, cause you haven't thought about it in a while. I've, Green yeah. Knight, I've noticed that people have not been talking about since it came out, but I really liked it afterwards. So mm -hmm. I'm curious if it has staying power. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, good, some good stuff here. Good stuff. Yeah. If Citizen Kane's not my number one, I thought it'd be boring to do that. I don't think it is my number one, but I like it. I think it would be a middle of the pack for me. Jesus Christ. Blasphemy. God damn, Corey. <laughs> he's starting to reveal you. He's starting to show your true self. We have a hot, we have a big enough sample size. Uh, they, mm. they, they can see that. I think it's important for you to have your own ranking so they can see all your scores and compare them and your ranking compared to mine. Yeah. Um, and see our, our differing tastes. We could probably even oh, do man. one that's like an average of both of ours. All right. Well, you, you got anything else to say? You, Sorry, I was, I was reading through. <laughs> I'm like sucked into all these. Um, but yeah, I think honestly it would be uh, good for a year-end thing if we just did a um, oh, we should definitely do top tens list. Yeah, we should definitely do a um, we'll do like end of year episode best things of 2021, and then we should do like uh. We would eventually do an episode, like maybe at our 50th or something like that, where we go over uh, the rankings of what we've seen on, done on the show so far. Mm -hmm. But all right, I think yeah. it's time to wrap it up. You got anything else to say to the kids? Uh, oh, um, for the, anyone who cares, um, my the, the after much acclaim for the last one, Rough Pants is now done. And... Uh, Stay tuned. Yeah, well, I've I've seen day. it and I'm excited for the world to see it. So uh so yeah. Um but all right. I'm getting out of here. Uh I got a busy day. Um but you all have a good one. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow us on all the things that you are experiencing this on. Um and tell a pal, tell a neighbor, tell a friend, and uh we'll be back. Next week is I forgot already. Matrix. Matrix. We're already on the Matrix. Doing the threeple, the throuple. When's the new one come out? No, uh, it's not the Matrix. Next, it's it's uh, Red Rocket and the Florida. Oh, Rocket. that's right, Florida. Then it's the Matrix. Yeah, sorry. Red Rocket. Um, and let me make sure we're not gonna get fucked because of the indie releases where they say it's out and it's not out here. Hmm. Um, I don't see anything about showtimes. But, um, we'll figure it out. This is in theaters Friday, December 3rd. But I don't see it anywhere. If it's A24, it should be released in most places. Yeah, but well, that's what we're doing. So, uh, and if not, I'll, I'll post something on the, uh, the social medias. I'll eventually get used to this fucking indie release shit. But uh but until then. Alright everybody. Y'all have a good one. Thanks everybody. See you on the next Bye. one. Bye.